This is Channel 253. In this episode of We Art Tacoma. Tuba players are really cool people. <laughs> they're like, gen- and I'm totally stereotyping, but like, they're mellow, they're happy. When they get the melody, they're usually thrilled instead of just playing oompa oompa <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. This is the We Art Tacoma podcast. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of We Art Tacoma. I'm your host, Eric Hanberg. I'm producer Doug. How are you, producer Doug? <laughs> Pretty good. We, we just fell back to the same old, I'm, same old. I know. Well, that's, but it works. It does. Don't, don't mess with Tried success. Tried and true. Yeah. Uh, today we are going to hear from John uh, Falsco, uh, who is, did I say that right? Do you, yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought so. That's it. Um, and uh, he is a professor of music at Tacoma Community College. And I had a lot of questions for him about arts education in Tacoma and also the big question, what is Tuba Christmas? Stick around. Okay, we are in the studio today with uh, John Falsco from uh, TCC, Tacoma Community College, professor of music. Welcome to the podcast, John. Yeah, thanks for having me. Tell me... um, Tell me a little bit, uh, I, I know we'll talk more about this later, but just a little bit about the music program at TCC. Yeah, I've been at TCC for 14 years, and it's been a wonderful, rewarding journey. I'm a, I'm a tenured professor in music. I've chaired the music program, and currently I'm serving as interim dean of arts, humanities, and social sciences. Our music program primarily serves... Um, you know, students seeking our, our typical AA degree. It's a 90-credit degree, and most students are required to take at least 15 credits of humanities, yep. and music falls in the humanities. So we do uh, music appreciation, world music, music theory, introduction to digital music. We offer band and jazz band and orchestra and choir, and we get a lot of students involved just because they want to learn about music. But the exciting thing is uh, about three years ago, we implemented a new degree approved by the state. It's called an Associate of Music. And that degree is a little more rigorous in the music training. And it really paves the way for students to transfer to a four-year school and pursue a music degree. I, I definitely want to spend some time talking about this because I think uh, a lot of people don't understand the role that community colleges play. Sometimes sure. I don't understand the role that community colleges yeah. play. And so I want to get back to that um, mm-hmm. because I think it's a really interesting way that people can plug into the music scene, start a yeah. second career, start a new hobby. Um, mm-hmm. But tell me about your background. You're from Tacoma, you said. Yeah. I was born and raised in Fircrest. I went to Tacoma Public Schools. I I... You know, in all honesty, I had a pretty privileged upbringing in a middle-class family. Um, I was a little skater punk in the suburbs and um, went to Foss High School. Um, It wasn't until I was in high school, 10th or 11th grade, that I started to get a lot more serious about my trumpet playing. Okay. 
I, I took band because it was an easy A. For me, it was an easy A, and I had friends, so it was kind of a social thing, and academically, it was a bonus. But around my junior year, I really wanted to just step it up. What, what was it that made you want to step it up? It uh, was my friend, Jason Gillum, who actually lives in DuPont and teaches kindergarten. Okay. And happens to be, <clears throat> excuse me, happens to be like world famous euphonium player. So and a euphon- euphonium is a kind of trumpet, like a, uh, or sorry, a small like tuba. A tuba, yeah. yeah small so tuba. So most school band musicians think of it as a baritone horn. Okay. Um, but he was really, really good in high school. So I was like, man, I got to step it up. Like, I really admire Jason. He's a good friend. We hang out a bunch. And I found out he was taking private lessons. I was like, well, I need to take private lessons. And um, even though I played trumpet and he played euphonium, I, I, I just was inspired by his progress. A little competitive spirit there too, maybe? Yeah, or? I think I'm inwardly really competitive. I don't know that I try to take it out on others, but <laughs> I'm pretty demanding on myself. Um and my teacher, this was through the University of Puget Sound Community Music Program, which which still goes on today. It's an opportunity for people who want music training to get private lessons. It's not um, you're not taking credit credit classes at UPS. You're they just help sort of coordinate connections between students and private teachers, and that that's still going on today. I, I refer people to it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I got into it and my teacher was like, well, if you want to get serious, do this and this and this. And one of the things was join the Tacoma Youth Symphony. And that just transformed my idea of what trumpet playing was and what I wanted to do. And uh, I'll never forget sitting in rehearsal when I was a senior and Harry Davidson was the conductor at that time. And we were we were doing a piece of music where the trumpet, out of like 12 minutes, the trumpet plays maybe. 40 seconds. So I'm just sitting there. Just sitting there. And I was watching Mr. Davidson conduct and how his conducting was influencing this beautiful sound. And I just got those chills, that goose bump. And uh, I'd never had that before. And it, it spoke to me in a way that I just knew I need more of that. Like if that's what music can do to me, I need to hook into that more. So I got very serious about it and um, eventually went to WSU and majored in trumpet performance, came back to Tacoma, got a master's from UPS, master's of arts in teaching, taught at Mason Middle School for a couple years. I married my awesome musician wife, Cindy Renander. She's a phenomenal clarinet player and plugged into some arts um, administration in our community She's just a rock star, and um, musical families—they all—they all, they clump together. I don't know what that is, but yeah, uh, I, I don't know if anybody. Uh, I, I think if I married a non-musician, they'd probably be mad at my schedule <laughs> and the weird time time demands and hours and stuff. Anyway, Cindy and I went to Florida State University and got—I got a PhD in music ed, and she completed a doctorate in music clarinet performance. And we lived in the South for a while, and then. Like I mentioned earlier, uh, about 14 years ago, we came back because I I was asked to fill this position at TCC. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I um I have such fond memories of my high school friends being in the youth symphony. So oh, cool. I I I played a little bit of like piano in middle mm-hmm. school kind of thing. Was not in the band, just mm-hmm. some private lessons, trying to get trying to learn. 
was not my passion. Yeah. Gave it up um, when other things started uh, filling my time. But my friends were all in the youth symphony, oh, cool. and I would go see, you know, Copeland and all yeah. all these amazing, you know, the New World Symphony by uh, Dvorak, uh, like all these just amazing things that that my friends were performing in. Yeah. And so I, I experienced it that way. And I also have fond memories. They were all in, you know, like their tuxes or black dresses. Yep. And we'd all yep. go to Red Robin afterward oh, yeah. or something like right that, um, awesome. which was a, a fun way to go there. But um, being exposed to classical music at that age, I think, was really important for me. Um, and just hearing, hearing uh, you know, what was out there, what what I didn't know, mm-hmm. um, the you know, Appalachian Spring, and yeah. I, I know that tune, and you yeah. know, just like like some of that stuff was was really powerful for me. It's an it's an amazing organization. Yeah, I mean, music, music's an awesome, like a lot of the humanities. Music is this awesome connector of a shared experience that transcends time and even generations. You know, whether it's a Shakespeare sonnet or. Um, run DMC, you know, I mean, it's, it's this awesome shared experience that can bring people together, whether it's immediate at a live performance, or like I mentioned, across generations. Yeah, I I was really fortunate with, with my exposure to some classical music growing up. But then for me, it was a lot of jazz, like Frank Sinatra, Tony Bennett, Count Basie Band. And then I was really into prog rock, like King Crimson and Rush and Pink Floyd. And then early hip hop was just fascinating when it was more, when it wasn't really a big industry. It was kind of an underground, almost punk rock thing. Mm. And and you get little bootleg tapes of something that got dubbed Producer off Doug's somewhere. head's nodding behind you. He's, uh, he, you know, he remembers it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. Um, and, and I like how today, I, I think when I grew up, things were more compartmentalized, maybe because of how music was marketed. And nowadays, I feel like students have a more healthy smorgasbord that they're they're willing to share and not freak out about, you know, oh, yeah, yeah I like Tchaikovsky. And, yeah. oh, yeah, I also like um, Motorhead. That's cool. Um, as as yeah. a music educator, what's your sense of uh, how Tacoma's doing in terms of arts education for young people? There are so many awesome, successful stories, and that's that's great. There are also areas where it can be better. Yeah, and I'm trying to be optimistic. I, I believe, um, not to discredit challenge, but I, I do believe sometimes in the arts we can be quick to say, "Oh, they're going to cut the arts. Oh, they're going to. We don't get our support." And I know my experience at TCC, I know my experience when I taught at Mason, I feel a lot of support. Um, That said, I think the support isn't even in every neighborhood. So I think there are schools where things could be better. Sure. And um, that's really hard. Hopefully Tacoma Creates can help with some of that. I know that that's going to be their goal. Part of the the campaign for that was equitable distribution across the city. Yeah, it's exciting now. I, I think, especially in the last couple years, that the the lens of equity is so at the front of conversations. Yeah, whether it's arts or STEM or yeah or uh, food security, like equity is a wonderful 
it's a wonderful lens to evaluate our community and how we can lift each other up. I had an interesting conversation. Uh, this was probably a month ago, but I was doing a little um, – I was meeting with a, a small group of board members of a local uh, arts organization. One of them asked – because they were having some – you know, they were wanted to talk about funding. Mm-hmm. And she said, how are how are arts organizations doing in Tacoma now? And, and I hadn't thought about that question before, but I realized that like – in general, the arts are healthier in Tacoma than they have been in some time. I mean, you know, we got out of the the recession. People are going to things. I you'd have to go back a long time to find a time when they were where they are right now. But I don't have a good yeah. sense of how arts hmm. education in Tacoma is, um, and yeah. that's something that 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 hmm. uh, I think you have an interesting perspective on. Yeah, I mean, I um, I think the trick is between whether it's just arts or performing arts or arts education, um, there aren't always the unifiers that bring the different organizations together. So I don't know that I can give like the best comprehensive, authentic thing. You don't have to. That's why we have many podcast episodes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's, that's a beautiful thing. Get, get a lot of perspectives. Yeah. Um, so I, I happen to conduct the, um, Puget Sound Youth Wind Ensemble and I feel like we are able to include a lot of musicians from across South Puget Sound and supplement what they get to do in their school bands. So to me, that's just like a very concrete um, example of, I think we're doing some really good stuff. I think organizations like the Tacoma Youth Symphony would echo what I just said. Um, I have felt tremendous support at Tacoma Community College, whether it was designing curriculum for digital music or implementing the music degree. Um, we have tailored some of our Associate of Arts degrees into what we call specializations, which are kind of pre-majors. It sort of stages the 90-credit degree to um, transfer into a, a major at a university. Uh, and like the arts and creative writing and literature, I, I felt lots of support for that over the years. Um, but I think that what music has taught me, and this might be true for, again, for all the humanities, I think what it's taught me is that, um, it's this quest for always trying to do better. Mm, Sure. So like I, as I've had some very memorable performances, but I don't know that I've ever had a performance where it's like, well, that was perfect. I'm done. We did it. Check that one <laughs> off. There's always something where it's like, well, what if we tried it this way? Yeah. Or oh, I, yeah. That, that one little thing could have been better. And I think education is a similar path where um, there's lots of good. And, of course, there's things we could do better. And like you mentioned earlier, the, the equity piece, it would be great to be able to speak confidently that every neighborhood has robust sure. and engaging arts education. And I don't know if I can say that truthfully. Yeah. And maybe that's okay. That's that, what keeps me working. That I like that. Um, speaking of working, you have a variety of different uh, things that you are working on. Um, it, let's see here. We have a music professor at TCC. You're a conductor of the band and orchestra there. Yep. Conductor of the Puget Sound Youth Wind Band, the Brass Band of Tacoma. You're the conductor of and the conductor of the Sounds of Brass yep. Ensemble. Yep. And the conductor of the Seattle Wind Symphony. Yeah. I, I think that there's a recurring joke on this podcast that all musicians are the hardest working musicians in Tacoma. <laughs> um, that's quite a quite a list of things that you're doing. 
you know, I am really, really fortunate. When I was 21, 22, and I, I knew I loved conducting, and I I had nowhere to practice or perform, uh, but I was, I was connected as a trumpeter to things like Symphony Tacoma and Tacoma Concert Band. Um, and now, you know, here I am, and it, I have the absolute luxury of being able to work with so many musicians. And um, I do work hard, like probably every other musician in town. Yeah. And I'm just very, very fortunate that that people are open to work with me and um, are interested in some of the things I'm interested in. Yeah, the Puget Youth Wind Ensemble is about 15 years old, and I've been their conductor for three years now. And I explained it a little bit earlier how we, we, we engage students across South Sound in this audition sort of select band of mainly high school musicians. And then TCC, we serve the campus and community. We have students who register for band or orchestra, and we have community musicians who volunteer and play. And it's this awesome interface between lifelong learners and, and credit students. I, I want to linger on TCC for mm -hmm. a second. So so my outside perception is, is that community colleges are really valuable ways for people to get some credits under their belt before mm -hmm. maybe applying to mm -hmm. a four-year. Mm -hmm. um, there are places where that AA on its own might be useful to mm -hmm. them. But my perception of it, and again, you, you're, you're really making me reconsider some of it, is, is that it can be – it's very much prep for um, – for like a four year or I don't want to say trades because we have the, you know, things like Bates and things like that. But mm -hmm. the music program there I'd find really interesting because it doesn't it doesn't fit that in in my preconceived notion. And I'm mm. I'm just intrigued by that. Um and I and I think one of the things that that it makes me reconsider is is that like the people at the students at TCC are, you know, not your traditional necessarily eighteen to twenty-two year olds. You have a much broader range of students, right? Mm -hmm. And so, someone who is interested in just learning music might find that a really good place to come back to. Yeah, we're so community colleges. I did not go to a community college, um, so my journey at TCC has been really enlightening. And I love it. And I love our community. And I love being a part of TCC and how quickly we have to adapt to try to meet the needs of our community. It's an awesome challenge. And um, my colleagues and administration and staff and students, it's just a very exciting place to be. And I imagine that other schools like Pierce or South Sound uh, probably feel the same. But every school has, just like four years, we all have our our, um, thing that our make, strengths yeah. and challenges and yeah. the communities we serve. So TCC, I, I'd encourage listeners to get on the website. I'd encourage listeners to come visit campus if, if you're interested in courses. We definitely have continuing ed students, or not really students, people who are taking classes for their own personal enrichment. Yeah. We have degree-seeking students that want to transfer to four-year schools in a variety of things from engineering to music to uh, nursing or business. Um, we are offering some four-year degrees. Um, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Our BAS degrees are growing in scope, and um, that's very exciting. Um, 
we have students who might come for a quarter or two and try a couple classes. We have students who might be really dedicated and um, be on our campus for longer than two years in order to fulfill the needs, the the educational needs they have. We are an open-door institution. So if students want to come to TCC, they're welcome. Yeah. Uh, And I I like that not just with the education lens, but also the equity lens. We really want to welcome all interested parties to our campus. And I think it's a, it's a exciting, diverse, open-minded, um, enthusiastic place to learn. Um, That's great. Yeah. I, I want to, um, we're going to have to take a sponsor break here mm-hmm. in a second. Um, but what would you tell someone who said, you know, I'm trying to think of the right, you know, like, like, let's just take me. I have a five and a seven-year-old. They are not taking like every waking hour of my attention anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say I wanted to pick up an instrument in my spare time. Um, would would TCC yeah. would this program at UPS like like is are are there programs for someone like that in Tacoma to to? Yeah, I think it comes down to for for most people who are looking to, I, I you know I'm thinking about learning how to play. Whatever, violin whatever or bagpipes or whatever. Bagpipes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's not the one I would have gone to in the example list. I love it. Um, I think that there are so many avenues, you know, from awesome vendors like Ted Brown Music, yeah. you know, a legend in our community, to things like the UPS Community Music. There are so many freelance music teachers around, and I, I feel like that I'm doing a lot of those references Um you know, at least on a monthly, if not weekly basis for people reaching out. I think that TCC is an option, but our our primary goal um, in the music department right now is to serve the campus and the degree-seeking students. So we haven't, you know, un- unlike some other institutions, we, we haven't really um, aggressively pursued that, that um, continuing ed track mm-hmm, in music. Mm-hmm. But it's totally doable. That's great. Um, uh, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it, it, the main thing is a desire. You know, if you want to learn music, it's sort of just making that choice and that leap of like, I'm going to join this choir. I've never sung in a choir before. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just join and yeah. do it. Yeah. You know, I'm going to sign up for four guitar lessons and just learn some basic chords. I'm going to... I'm going to take that music theory class because I really want to understand what all those black dots on the page mean. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think there's a variety of ways to do it. And the main the main ingredient in my eyes is uh, some curiosity yeah. to, to make it happen. Yeah, that's a very good note. Uh, we'll come back after the sponsor break, and we're going to talk about Tuba Christmas. Stick around. This is Alaska Airlines Mileage Plan MVP Nate Bowling, host of the Channel 253 sister podcast, Nerd Farmer. Hope and I are setting off on a new adventure. We're moving to the Middle East for the next few years and exploring a new culture. Don't worry, don't worry, the Nerd Farmer podcast isn't going anywhere. But do you know what is coming with us? My Alaska Airlines Mileage Plan. Here's what's cool. Alaska has more than 15 global partners, which allows me to earn and use Alaska miles even when I'm not flying Alaska. So if I leave SeaTac and fly direct to Dubai on Emirates on an eligible fare, I'm going to earn Alaska miles on that flight. That means whenever I fly home, I'm going to be racking up some insane miles that I can use to book future travel. If you have an international vacation plan, check out the list of Alaska Airline partners. 
like Japan Airlines, British Airways, Cathay Pacific, Qantas, and a whole lot more. Enter your Alaska Airlines mileage plan number when you book with Alaska Global Partners and watch those miles add up toward elite status on your next trip. My thanks to Alaska Airlines for their continued support of Channel 253. Learn more at alaskaair.com backslash global partners. And we are back. Um, and uh, thank you to our sponsor for this episode. And thank you to the members who support Channel 253. Uh, I was looking at our list of members yesterday. It's like 150 members who have stepped up supporting us with what we do, $4 a month, $40 a year. Um, it really, It really just... I gotta say, touched my heart that uh, so many people are supporting this podcast, Nerd Farmer, What Say You with Melanie Cunning, uh, Melanie Denise Cunningham, and Audrey Cunningham, Interchangeable White Lady, Citizen Tacoma, and the more I go, the more I'm worried that I'm leaving people out. So I'm just gonna stop <laughs> and just say we've got nine podcasts, and uh, if you want to support what we're doing, you can visit channel253.com/slash/membership. Okay, back to you, John. Um, you have a lot of events for all of those different things coming up, um, some seasonal, some not. Yeah. Uh, but let's let's start with the one that's uh, that's uh, coming up next. The the TCC Orchestra concert is this week. Yeah. So Friday, November twenty second, seven thirty. I'm conducting the Tacoma Community College Orchestra. We have an awesome local guest soloist, Lawrence Bradley. Uh, Lawrence was principal clarinet in Tacoma Concert Band for a number of years. He's a legendary music educator at Narrows View Intermediate School in University Place, and he plays clarinet. He's going to be um, playing the Finzi Five Bagatelles, and then the the big master work that we're performing is Tchaikovsky's Second Symphony, which is super exciting and. Um, this is where I tell you I only know one thing by Tchaikovsky, and it's Nutcracker. the Nutcracker. Yes, yeah. you know Tchaikovsky is um, this awesome figure in music history that wrote a lot of music that people love: Swan Lake, Sleeping Beauty, Nutcracker, his symphonies, his violin concerto, piano concerto. Uh, I think if you heard some of these, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, I know that." That's very likely. Yes. Um, Eighteen Twelve Overture. Um, oh, okay, that's two for me then. Yeah. I, uh, I think one of the things people don't know about him is is that he was only like it was only a hundred years ago, where you know some of the other ones are like four hundred years ago. Yeah, every uh, not to get all philosophical, everybody has a backstory, and I think one of the cool things about not just the arts, but like a, a, a podcast or even just socializing with friends, like learning some of that backstory helps you appreciate things just differently. Yes. So Tchaikovsky has an interesting backstory that I'd invite people to investigate, but it's it's just exciting, fun music, and the orchestra is having a, a blast playing it. So, and, and our concerts, uh, our, our TCC ensemble concerts are, are always free. So this is free, that's open to the public. And uh, yeah, it'll be a good time. That's amazing. So that's Friday the 22nd. And then after Thanksgiving, we get into a, a really exciting, busy time yeah, you've at got TCC. A tr- what's, what's this trombone workshop? Yeah. So that's on uh, December 1st. And a local bass trombone player, uh, Wade Demert, he lives in Bremerton area, actually. He's helping organize this. And um, there's three amazing, like world-class musicians, trombone players that happen to be connected to the Pacific Northwest um, locally. 
So uh, Wade is helping organize it. Scott Hartman, who is the husband of Sarah Ioannidis. And she's, she's been on the show. Yeah. So the, the conductor of Symphony Tacoma, yep. her husband, Scott, is one of the founding members of Empire Brass, which was a brass group I grew up listening to and idolizing. And um, they live like a mile from me now. And it's like, it's amazing. I run it. I've run into Scott at like Safeway. I'm like, oh, hey, man. I'm like, holy cow. That <laughs> Sign was my tuba. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah, totally. Tr- trombone. And then um, Koichiro Yamamoto is the principal trombone of Seattle Symphony. And he is a big deal in the trombone world, uh, just like Scott. And then Elon Morgenstern is the bass trombone player in Vancouver Symphony, who is married to Karina Barn with Symphony Tacoma. She's the executive director. Well, Wade and Elon got this idea, like, let's host master classes in a trombone choir and give a recital. So they're they're putting this together. Wow. And I'm just, like, watching this happen. I'm like, yeah, I'm happy to host this at TCC. If, if folks are interested, I guess I'd say um, you can find it on Facebook. The event is called uh, Holiday Slides. Or, or just reach out to me, uh, John Falsco. You can find my website or find me at TCC, and I can hook you up with, with info. I think there's a little registration fee, and um, I can communicate out the schedule. Okay. So, yeah, it's a cool opportunity. Yeah. And then um, you have a couple uh, wind band and the brass band are playing later that week, the 5th and the 8th. Yeah, too. so December 5th, I'm doing a concert with the TCC Symphonic Band. We start up rehearsals in September, so I'm not really thinking about Jingle Bells when I program music. So um, I promise I'm not a Grinch, but this is not a uh, Christmassy program. <laughs> We're doing a uh, sort of a tribute to American Heroes concert. We're doing an awesome piece by Omar Thomas called Mother of a Revolution, which is a superhero anthem tribute to a... Uh, um, transgender person who was in the Stonewall riots. Wow. And it sounds like Marvel superhero, just like awesomeness. That's cool. And it's a really cool tribute. We're doing music by Duke Ellington. Charlie Chaplin actually wrote some music we're doing. I didn't know that. And um, a really powerful um, post 9-11 piece that's um, somber, but ends very optimistic and and lovely. And then... um, so that's on the 5th. And then on December 8th, I, I started a band last year called Brass Band Tacoma. And we're doing a, a really fun holiday concert. And um, that's a really good band. Okay. Like this, when I started the band a year ago, I kind of handpicked 30 people. I was like, hey, would you? And they said yes. And we gave a concert a year ago, October, and everybody got really jazzed about it. So then we performed um, about nine months ago at the Northwest Brass Festival, and they just knocked it out. They're just so good. So we're we're trying to do four concerts this year. So we gave one in October, and now we're we're going to do this fun holiday concert. And um, where? Oh, it's, sorry, it's at TCC okay. as well. It's at seven o'clock on Sunday the eighth, and it's free. But we encourage donations. And that'll be a fun one. That is, and then and then we're we're saving the 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 best name for last at least uh-huh. Tuba Christmas, right? 
yes. which I just love the concept already on uh, December 14th. What is Tuba Christmas? Yeah, similar to the trombone event, we are hosting it at TCC, but a couple of friends of mine, um, Pat Van Heeren and Bill Klaus, are really the coordinators. Um, Pat and Bill are tuba players and uh, tuba, I, know, I know Bill. Tuba enthusiasts. Uh, tuba Christmas is something, and, and I hope I'm not saying this wrong. I believe it was started by the famous tuba player and teacher um, Harvey Phillips. Um, and basically it's getting tuba, euphonium, baritone musicians together and playing a bunch of Christmas tunes. It's, But for a lot of people, it's a little bit unusual because it's not an orchestra or a band. It's a choir made up of tubas of various sizes and shapes. Um, tuba players are really cool people they're like gen and i'm totally stereotyping but like they're mellow they're happy when they get the melody they're usually thrilled instead of just playing oompa oompa all the time <laughs> and tuba christmases are actually a big deal in a lot of communities i think seattle has one or two that happen all every year and in tacoma i i know that there have been some in the past I, but I don't know how recently there's been one. So when Bill and Pat approached me and they're like, hey, John, we'd like to do this. Could could we host it at TCC? I'm like, absolutely. That's so fun. So I, I don't know if it's going to be six tubas or 16 tubas or 60 tubas, but it'll be a spectacle. That that's sounds like sure. a spectacle. And and I um I know there's a Facebook event for it. I believe the concert is at 5 p.m. on Saturday the 14th. But um, again, you can reach out to me or um, I, I will or look, look for, it up on I'll Facebook. look for some of these and uh, put the ones I can find in, in oh, the show right on. notes. Yeah. Right on. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a fun one. Well, this is really cool. I, I, uh, I think there's something about uh, brass bands and classical music that really uh, makes for a very nice end, end of the season, even if it's not holiday. Uh, yeah. It's it's the right time. I often close the show by asking people if there's any one individual or organization in Tacoma that you want to give a shout out to, someone who you think artistically speaking or in mm. terms of education is just really doing an amazing job and you want to give them a gold star <laughs> shout out right here on the podcast. Anyone come oh, to mind man. or organization? I have just dozens of people. I Probably the person I owe the most to is my wife, who Cindy Renander is just a phenomenal clarinet player. She, she recently played with Second City Chamber Series and... I know I'm so biased, but good Lord, she is such an inspiring musician and she tolerates all of my commitments and helps us have an awesome house with three busy children. Um, so that on a personal note, that's it. But holy, you, can name, you can name one more since <laughs> I feel so bad because I would leave out people. I guess I would say. You can name an organization if you'd like to. That's the, I that's would probably, and this is totally the safe card to play. That's fine. I would label, I, I would shout out uh, the Washington Music Educator Association. Hmm. Awesome group of music educators from kindergarten through higher ed, uh, rookies through retirees. And I think that WMEA, which is a subset of the um, National Association for Music Education, our, our state organization is 
is really awesome. A great group of colleagues. And um, yeah, that's good stuff. Okay. Well, thank you, John, for talking about TCC, arts education, and uh, Tuba Christmas. I hope we gave people some ideas of things to do over the next few weeks. Thanks for having me. And I think that this is brilliant for our arts community. So I I hope this podcast has a long, exciting life. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. The We Art Tacoma podcast is part of the Channel 253 network. Check out our other shows, Nerd Farmer, Interchangeable White Ladies, Citizen Tacoma, Crossing Division, Flounder's B-Team, and What Say You? This is Channel 253.